Your bars move so much more than mine. Yeah, because I've got a better voice. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Publish, Perish or Podcast, your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science to see if science at New Year hangs out alone drinking whiskey and crying slowly into a towel or hangs out with friends and has an awesome time. I'm Andrew Stapleton and joining me today is Cameron Schmoopy Shearer. Hello, Eddie. Good results, everyone. Good results to you, our beautiful listeners. Happy New Year, Cameron. Or oh, Happy New Year, January, January, twenty twenty. Oh my God, twenty twenty. Do you know what's annoying me already? What? All the <laughs> all the marketers that are like, it's twenty twenty vision time. Yeah. Get your vision ready for twenty twenty. Be clear on your purpose. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> is it because you wear glasses that it annoys you so it much? It is. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a glassist thing. What number vision do you have? I don't know. Is it a thing? I never really understood. There, there what that is means. a thing, yeah. Apparently, Tiger Woods had laser eye surgery mm-hmm. so that it was better than twenty twenty. I don't even know what that number <laughs> is, but it's better. It's, it's like hundred, a hundred. How did you spend Christmas and New Year? Uh, Not drinking whiskey. Did you drink no. whiskey? Yeah. yeah, I drink whiskey sometimes. Nice. Don't mind it. Mm. I Christmas was with family. Yep. And New Year's, uh, Lauren and I went and watched a cricket match that happens every New Year's. Sports, sports, sports. Yeah. Uh, and the Adelaide Strikers, our cricket team, lost, but it was a good loss, if that can ever happen. They yeah. nearly won. They nearly won, yeah. and they, but it was a riveting game. It was. Good. Yeah, it was a good game. I'm and pleased. then uh, we were home and in bed uh, before All midnight. Right. All right. I don't need to know the details, oh, you sorry. saucy, cheeky chap. All right. If you're going to cut me <laughs> off, I guess I'll stop talking. Um, my Christmas was with friends. We have like an orphan's uh, Christmas. Mm-hmm. So all of our international friends that live in Adelaide that don't have family here or that do have family here and don't like their family, yep. they come over. We have a nice socialist gathering. Everyone, everyone brings a plate. Everyone brings a plate. Yeah. Uh, no one we... brings any knives and forks, so that's really awkward. Uh, yeah. And what would science do? Well, so one year is one revolution of the Earth around the sun. Yeah. So I guess science would do some kind of astronomical survey <laughs> that's only possible <laughs> yeah. when the earth is in some specific position relative to the sun yeah um, it must be easier to see some particular stars depending on the time of the year yeah would it would the know. earth just spin around no i think it would be easier some time of the year to see some specific stars all right so it, so. it waits for christmas for new year and goes all right now it's time to look, to look at, at those uh, stars. Alpha Centauri Z. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. That's good. Yeah, that's with friends. <laughs> no one wants to do that. <laughs> Him and his geeky science friends. Boom! Boom! <laughs> News of the week. Uh, all right. So it's, I mean, I mean the I talked about the December wind down in the yeah. last episode with all the. The different Christmas parties. Yeah. Uh, I'm now going through the January wind up. Okay. I started work. Now, I mean, you're an entrepreneur, so you're always Thank you. working. I'm always working. I'm always networking. I'm networking right now. I started work on January the 2nd this year. January the January 2nd. The Jesus. 2nd. Oh, that's, that's horrible. That's the earliest I've ever started work again. Normally, I'm a mid-January kind of guy. That was a Friday as well. A uh, Thursday. Thursday. Gross. So, um, yeah. But because I started a new job in October last year, oh, you've got no leave. I've got no leave. Oh, this annoys me. Mm. This does. Now, I'm pointing back at you. That's right. When you started at UniSA, you started in November. Yeah. You would have had no leave. Yeah. What did you do? Just, just not turn up and no <laughs> one says anything. It's perfect. Everyone assumes you're an adult and you can take care of yourself. And if, He's not here. He must be. There must be a reason why he's not he here. That's why I loved home. academia. Academia yeah. did have a really flexible schedule that you could take advantage of. Absolutely. Yes. 
Um, uh, and it's been a pretty slow wind up, that's yeah. for sure. Um, it's really weird being the only person on a level of um, <laughs> of a building. Yeah, it's uh, it's not very work inducing. Yeah, uh, but I still managed to get some things done. It's good actually to be in a lab by yourself though, because you mm. can be really messy. Mm. And uh, the a problem with the lab I'm in at the moment is that there's only one sink. Oh, so okay. As a chemist, yeah. you are a glorified cook. Yeah. And so basically, you're doing the dishes a lot. And dishwasher, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, and so to not have to wait in line, or to be in the middle of doing of cleaning glassware, and then someone just comes in and grabs the tap and turns it on for themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was nice to have that not happen for a week. Well, that's nice. So there we go. I got a win for coming in early. Win, win, win. Good. Um, now. My favourite segment that I have yeah. is Cameron's interesting emails that he receives. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Now, here's one from... So, I work at UniSA. The UniSA... Uh, I don't have written down who sent it, but it was from like a like the research... University research officer. Okay. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was sent to all uh, university ECRs to yep. get them to nominate themselves to do oh. an ECR workshop. Great. Um, and now, where's the wordings here exactly? I want... Now, the, it says specifically here, the criteria for entry to this program mm. are modest. Essentially, applications should, right? Mm. So, modest. Now, yeah. I don't know what modest means to you, but this is what the... Modest application criteria are means to uni essay. All right. Number one, have an academic appointment forty forty twenty, or a research only appointment, and you must be within five years of obtaining a PhD. So that's not you. No. So hang on. They want. Do that. Do those circles of the Venn diagram actually overlap? That's where. <laughs> I, that's what's got me angry. Now I didn't. Maybe I've read this wrong. So I. They say that it's a modest, modest uh, criteria that yeah. you must have an academic appointment. 40-40-20. 40-40-20. Which is research, a, teaching, yeah, admin. As in a full-time academic, not yeah. a postdoc anymore. Yeah. yeah. And be within five years of obtaining a PhD. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met someone who's no. achieved those two things. They've taken those qualifications right out of the 1985 <laughs> academic handbook, haven't they? And the worst, well, what what really gets me, and you might have noticed, is the word modest. Yeah. Don't call it modest. No. Just say that that's the criteria for the program. Because mm, it's now making an assumption of what's average or usual. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, modest is like more than most should be able to achieve the following. Yeah. Be on a permanent contract and be less than five years post PhD. Yeah. Modest. <laughs> That really got my goat. Yeah. Good saying. I got another interesting email from a guy called Saad. Hello, Saad. Now, the subject of this email is Old Hebrew Scroll mm. Dash Assistants. Love this already. And he writes, Dear Dr. Kamashira. That's so, you. That's me. Uh, good day. It is my pleasure and honor to send this letter to you. I would like you to give you some pictures and hopefully you can provide me with some information. Mm. <laughs> the manuscript dates back to the Ottoman period and is written in ancient Hebrew. I am looking for someone who translates the language and extracts a certificate from it. If possible, publish it in one of your opening articles and be part of your group. Thank you very much for the respect, appreciation and fruitful work of mankind. Jesus, what an opening email. Yeah. But first of all, you, do you speak Hebrew? No. And I doubt there's anything in my CV. like <laughs> or Your online I, presence. I've stretched the truth on some of these things. <laughs> I don't think I ever wrote down... Speaks Hebrew. Yeah, or like translator of all languages. <laughs> I love it. And then they've got um, yeah two email addresses I could write to. And they've got their Twitter as well. Oh, what's their Twitter? It's at Saad Scroll. Now, 
I just assumed that this is all some kind of humongous scam. scam. Of course, yeah. That even if I clicked on their Twitter account, I would somehow get caught scam in, <laughs> in their net. <laughs> so but so you, I, oh, I go to a, Twitter and type in at. Because if you go through Twitter, it's fine. If you click that link, it almost certainly, if, if it's a link, it'll almost certainly take you to some sort of virus <laughs> that will destroy your life. That's a, that's brilliant. So what do you think? Should I should I at least tell Sarge? Maybe, do you think Sarge asks someone else who's waiting for me to respond <laughs> that I can't do it? He may be, he, you may be his last hope. <laughs> he's been through all of the University of Adelaide and he's like, oh, I can't, can't do it. I got, this guy is it. Final email. Yep. I've been invited to be a topic editor of a journal. Mm. I don't think this one's a proper scam. Well, in the fact that they want someone, you to do free work for them. That's, yes. That's the scam. Yes. What do you think? Uh, what I Once again, academia runs on free labor, doesn't mm. it? Yeah. Have you got time to do this? I don't think so. Is it going to benefit you in any way? I don't other know. Other than exposure? Yeah. It would be nice to write that I'm the topic editor of a journal. All right. Say yes. Yeah. Never do any work. Always dodge. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll be a topic editor. Sorry. This month isn't any good for me. Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> I, I can still say it. Or at least I can yeah. always say I was. Yeah. Even if it only lasted Past, a month. That's right. Yeah. Even if it okay. lasted a couple of hours. Yeah. That is, I honestly had that exact thought this morning and I was about to write to them saying, yep, I'm in. But I just wanted to talk to some people about it first. Yeah. I think my biggest problem is you never asked the journal because you did. I don't just, give it. I'm just against it in general. I'm just, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So it's journal? not a great. So it's Nanomaterials. Oh, yeah. Which is an MDPI. I've published in a few times. I think I've published in it. What's the uh, impact factor? It's four. That's okay. Like that's yeah. a, that's so a low a, of what people would expect in yeah. your field, right? Yeah. Now. They tell me the benefits Ooh. of being a topic editor. Yeah. One, publish one free paper free of charge per year in a, in a special issue you supervise. And discounts, ah, of, and discounts what of, a scam. <laughs> and discounts of 200 Swiss francs for papers you invite. Two, discounts of 400 Swiss francs for your paper in the special issues you recommend. Three, travel grants of 500 Swiss francs per year if you lead a successful special issue and would like to promote it at conferences that you attend or organize. And four, nanomaterials will offer additional sponsorships for conferences organized by topic editors. It just sounds like, once again, all of those benefits benefit them the most. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I work for them for free. And, and then, then you I get give, your friends to publish in there. Yeah, and publish myself in more there. often than yeah. not. Yeah. And then if you want to promote their work, yeah. their special edition, you get to travel to do the promotion. Mm. Seems like a massive scam. Yeah. This is more scammy than the Hebrew text. <laughs> you think Sads? Sads. He's more ethical than the Sads got MVP, more credibility right? than nanomaterials. <laughs> um, anything else? No, that's it. That's it. Well, I've been up to in the last month. So, uh, in the past, I have been... This is my second year as either a freelancer at this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Or actually, it's my third year, I tell a lie. Yep. So, I've had two years before this where I've been a freelancer or a business owner. Oh, you're not even calling yourself an entrepreneur anymore. An, on- an entrepreneur. When... Or have you always been an entrepreneur? Yeah. And you were... You became a business owner. That's right, yeah. I kind of like created a business, I guess. I don't know. Um, But in the past, I've always been really annoyed that it's been so slow. Yep. But now I know what to expect. I'm chill. So you know that no one's... I mean, uh, what is it today? January 13th? Yep. No one's going to get back to you until next week. That's right. Yep. So I've got a meeting tomorrow with Wine Australia, but that was arranged before the Christmas break. Okay. So you tricked them into coming coming in early from their summer holidays. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, but everyone else is warming up. Academia, government research organizations, scientists in general, oh, eased into the new year. Yeah. Easy. Oh, just ease on the gas. There mm. we are. So, what um, about your Danes? Your Danes would, they'd, they'd be going hard still, I imagine. My what? Your Danes? Danish? Um, oh, Danes. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, yeah. So actually, they, um, I sent off some work this week to them. At the end of last week. So, yeah. 
Okay. That's that's going that's going well. Good. And also, it all depends on who you're working with. The contact in that uh, institution is on it. Holly Niner, thank you. You are okay. on it. Yeah. She gets back with stuff. She's driven. Yeah. She just does shit. Doesn't let I love things it. lag. Doesn't let things just... Whereas everyone else is like, well, we've got to take that to a steering committee, but they, uh, they only... didn't have any biscuits down in the shop, yeah. so we've got to push it to next week because Frank's best biscuits are yeah. on sale then. Yeah. And they only meet on the Tuesdays yeah, that's that right. also coincide with a full moon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so everyone else is slow, but yeah, Denmark, and uh, they're just on it. They love it. Well, um, maybe it's just Holly. I think it is just Holly. I really do. Yeah, yeah. More hollies in the world. That's what we need. Uh, so yeah, that's been going. On. But yeah, to to get so I, I'm I'm woke. I know about this slowness, mm-hmm. and so what I've been doing is uh, doing the stuff that will pay off at the back end of the year. So that is like content marketing that I know will take a few months to rank in Google, for example. Yeah. So I have written get this ninety thousand words. Well, over the past three months. Okay. No, mm-hmm. five six months, something like that. This is a blog. Blog articles. Search engine optimized, long form content because in a minute, I'm going to be a little bit busy. Come March, we're yeah. going to be a little bit busy, like dealing with customers okay. and that. But I know they they will start helping me attract people to the business um, later on. So that's what I've been doing. Just been writing. I looked up. Good motivation. 90,000 words. Guess that is what they say your first novel should be. Oh. I've written a novel, mate. Okay. How great is that? It, is it... 60 long-form content articles, over 1,500 words. Okay. How yeah. many pages is 1,500 words? I have no idea. No idea. Well, I don't online, know how long 1,500 words is. Oh, 1,500. Uh, so there's about 250 words on a page, I think. Okay. At like single space, yep. 10 or 11. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot of words. It's Good a lot of words. Pictures? Uh, yeah, pictures. It has to be multimedia rich. Okay. Videos uh, then. But it is actual words. But GIFs? yeah, videos. No GIFs. No. Um, do you do a too long didn't read thing? Yeah. The so the top? first paragraph has to be your too long didn't read. Okay. Because otherwise no one will read it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that, that's been really good. So look, that's my plan is do the stuff that I know will pay off in about six months from now. Okay. And I, but I feel good about it. Yeah. In the past, I was like, no one wants this service, but now I've got customers and they're paying and people yeah. are inquiring. I'm just like, okay, I know, yeah. I know what's going to happen. So you so. can allow people to come organically yep. and you've f- like planting the seeds, Plant the seeds to have now. that happen. That's right. That's right. So do you, so you've written all these blog articles. Yeah. Are they all out or are they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you don't do like a one day at a time thing? No, no, no. So because Google doesn't them... care. Yeah. They, it just wants to go come across your website and be like, boom, there's content. Mm-hmm. There's value. I need to start sharing it. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Which website is this on? So that's andrewstapleton.com.au and then verbalize.science, the blog as well. There's what only was... one up on the blog at the moment. I've got another secret project that I'm, I'm going to tell you about in about six months time. Oh yeah, I might make a note of that. Yeah, do it. I'll definitely tell you because I hope it's going to go well. Andy's secret project in six months' time. Yeah. So I had thirty long form articles on that that secret yep. project. Thirty long form articles on andrewstapleton.com.au mm-hmm. between fifteen hundred and four thousand words. Those articles. Okay. Oh. Why oh. is length so important? Why are you so impressed with how long? Your well, because are? the the if it's below about a thousand words, Google doesn't consider it valuable okay so it's got to be long form yep. over 1500 words closer to 3000 the better but that's you know it's a lot of writing about a subject mm-hmm. has to be question focused you can't just back end it with some um wjx in the same letters as the same font as the background no uh, apparently they know about that stuff these days <laughs> maybe in 1990s it used to work <laughs> but not anymore uh but yeah, that's that's why it's the length is so important. It has to be like super meaty, chunky, valuable information. It's interesting that you're not being rewarded for being succinct. No, well, the, it's interesting because you you write headlines and then you put value underneath that. So you're kind of like providing value on different aspects of that topic. But you're right; it's not like a paper where you're like 
this is the all of the information. Yeah, where verbosity is actually seen as a bad yeah, thing whereas, in scientific scientific journal. Yeah, right? for example, this is like okay, content marketing. What is content marketing? The benefits of content marketing. Why would your business consider content marketing? Content marketing for professionals. Like if you had all of those links yeah. underneath, then that would be valuable. It's like covering a topic completely okay um so yes that, cool, that's well good done. so i'll let you know in about six months time what how the secret project goes because that should be that should start seeing its mm-hmm. results in six months and then also the andrewstapleton.com.au and also verbalize.science stuff should start taking off in that time as well the linkedin vlogs man oh yeah so you put them back on youtube now anyway? yeah putting them on youtube um so they you know each one gets about like nine views on youtube i remember someone being like oh why why are you still doing this? And I was like, no, it's not the main platform. Um, but LinkedIn's going really well. I've got oh, like followers over 5,600 and it grows by about 20 every couple of days, Okay, which is really good. Um, and just, it, it has brought in awareness of verbalize.science. Someone actually shared the verbalize.science uh, page the other day. I, I was scrolling through LinkedIn mm-hmm. and it was like, all scientists should consider communicating using this platform. Ooh. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I was like, oh shit, it's verbalize.science. <laughs> How good's that? That was the first time that had happened. Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah. It's time for Topic of the Day. Topic of the Day. Topic of the Day. Beautiful. Best yet. Uh, I don't think it was. <laughs> I think we tried, though. We Good did try. Effort. Good effort. Good effort all around. Yep. Um, so our topic for the day is goal setting, really. Yeah. Isn't it? So what, like plans, plans and goal setting. Or the future. Yeah. So the December episode was looking at, at the past. Yeah. And this one's um, looking at the future. We're going to look at the future for January. So what is our one five and ten year plans that's tricky can you even be yeah. 10 year planning uh, in, a, in academia it's tough isn't it i don't know don't you i, I remember i got told at one time you always could have a five-year plan yeah going on and you you change as you okay. evolve yeah i don't know what do you you must have all your mentors do they tell you about um it's, looking this far it's forward so short like just deal with shit I think you've got to have a big plan, which is why I went on that big rant. Yes. Like, that's probably my 10-year plan. Like, <laughs> what does that look like for me yeah. over the next 10 years? Yeah. Yeah. But it is, like, it's really hard. Like, I'll get to it later on, but, I mean, I'm sure my five-year plan, well, maybe not my five-year plan, but my 10-year plan could change very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every, and a lot of it's out of my control as well, which is the worst thing about the position that mm. we are, I am in as a post- phd researcher yeah yeah absolutely um but the easier one at least for now is the one we're doing this year yeah um and so the really it's the obviously only talk about work stuff yeah so i'm going to transition from my current position to the future fellowship oh yeah now what is not yet decided is exactly where the future fellowship is going to take place yeah um but really, before I do do that transition, I want to get enough data on this industry-funded project for them to implement my carbon regeneration method oh, yeah. uh, into the field. Yeah, um, that's nice. And so, of course, I could also give them enough data that they decide it's not yet not quite right for them. Yeah. Um, but that's that's also fine. I just, yeah. I need to have just enough data that I've really finished exactly what they asked me to do. Yeah. Um, and then whether they actually want to go ahead with it or not, it's, that's their risk. Um, so that I can't just expect them to go ahead with it. Even if it is a perfect idea, if they don't think it's quite right, then mm. it's fine um, if they don't go for it. Um, so I'm planning to start the Future Fellowship in the second teaching semester this year. Okay. Um, so it'd be good for me to kind of become that academic that the Future Fellowship is allowing me to do soon yep uh and so at that first six months this year i'll try to be getting involved in teaching yep uh, wherever i am um i'm going to be setting up my own lab somewhere um and really have that ready to go to uh, have students beginning in 2021 yeah have you set on a name for your lab yet no that's what that's holding back a lot of things isn't it no name for the lab shira lab no, we were going to have some kind of uh, acronym 
talking about what I do. Oh, so yeah. Like light activated reactions. Light activated materials. No, you're going to spell lame. So as part of teaching, hopefully I'll be like uh, attracting a student who would choose me then to be their yeah, honours supervisor. You, you got to be the thing with the kids. I'm down with the kids. I, oh, you look like it. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Um, but I, I also, I, so I'm going to have the opportunity to, so I have a current PhD student. Um, I will be co-supervising or something similar to a PhD student starting at UniSA this year. Yeah. And then I will be some kind of a co-supervisor of a student funded through a a CRC. Mm. You were funded through a CRC, weren't you? Yeah. So these are large collaboration centers um, where... Span multiple universities. They span multiple yeah. universities. And the good slash bad thing is that people who are funded through these have a lot of supervisors. Yeah, I had five. Yeah. So I'm going to be in one of those situations. Nice. Um, but as one of the supervisors. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that's really the the plan for the year really is to do the best I can with what I'm currently doing and then really just looking to get myself set up to have a better 2021 Mm. um, as far as being an independent researcher is concerned. Mm. Um, So you asked me before if I have a grant coming in. I said no, but I actually do. Oh, Um, grant application. Yes. Yeah, it's not this arena one, is it, that's been going around for about five years? It is. Oh, that's we know that's not going to get put in. (laughs) Put it away now. There's no point even bringing it up. All right. (laughs) You're going to get so jealous when I finally submitted it. (laughs) I sure am. We should have a little like celebration, a P-pop celebration of the eternal grant. Yeah, over a year now. I've yeah, been, we've been working on that. Yeah, good on you. Uh, five-year plan. Mm. So in five years' time, I'll actually be finishing my future fellowship. Shit, that's scary. Uh, so it's good that I have job a job for five years. Yeah, from now. Yeah. Um. So Oliver will be in school. Whoa. Um, oh God. Really? Yeah. Shit. But that means I still need to be employed until he finishes school, I think. Until he finishes university, mate. I'm not paying for his university. Yeah. Got to. Really? Well, that's if the world doesn't go to shit before then, but yeah. No, don't even talk about that. Yeah. Um, So during the the future fellowship, hopefully I've really just gained experience. You know, I don't want to say gain experience, but I'm showing excellence in... Research, or I continue to show excellence in research. I start showing excellence in teaching yeah. and also administration uh, to be ready to step in. How do you show excellence in administration? Turn up to all the meetings and be like, mm, I love this. <laughs> yes. Uh, more. Can I feel like the paperwork, please? So, it's, well, but when you're at a meeting, you don't just, you actually uh, have good suggestions and then you do exactly what you say you're going to do. Oh, by the way, I'll fill out like the forms. Oh. You'd be, you know who shows excellence in administration? Who? Holly from Denmark. Holly, yes. All right. I'm right. down. So you are, um, you listen to what people say. Yeah. You reply quickly. Yeah. And you do what you say you're going to do. Mm. That's how you show excellence in commu- um, administration. So at the end, so I'm not. It looks like I'm not going to be guaranteed a a position after the future fellowship ends. Yeah. Um, so I really have to be basically showing that either uh, the university I'm at cannot possibly uh, let me go because so you're so awesome because i'm so awesome yeah or i'm just ready to walk in to a job anywhere yeah um and so i'll be in a much better position than what i am right now for those because i was applying for those academic pos- jobs now mm. without any real experience in teaching or administration yeah um and so and i haven't been given an interview with any of these ones so yeah. maybe with uh clear experience and hopefully showing good skills in these things yeah um i should be ready to continue on this academic path Mm. um so excellence in research so quality journals not going for quantity yeah um uh, poor quality journals will only be published by me really if it helps a phd student out sure so so if it's like their first publication yeah yeah okay it's better to just publish stuff yeah 
if they've spent a long time working on it, it's yeah. better to publish it somewhere than to not have it published at all. Yeah. But I'm not looking for a PhD student to be doing three, four papers a year. Yeah. I'll just be wanting one yeah. paper a year and then um, try to make it as, as high quality as possible. Yeah. Uh, so definitely quality over quantity, um, PhD completions, which I haven't got yet, uh, and then successful grants if possible. So uh, uh, as in more grant applications. So that's five years. Mm. Uh, so maybe one or two in that time if I'm really applying for everything that comes up. Yeah. Um, one or two within five years is should be achievable. Yeah, it's uh, a numbers game again, right? Provided I kind of... Uh, can collaborate with the right people. So yeah. I hear that if you have a junior person and an experienced person on a grant, uh, it is looked favorably upon. Okay. And so I'll be in a situation where I think a senior person would actually be seeking me out as okay, a because junior looks, person on I the see. rise mm-hmm. who actually look better than a more mid-career person who's not on the rise, like mm. a mid-career person on the plateau. On the plateau. <laughs> yeah, right. That's good. That's good to know. So, I mean, you could even, how how forward can you be with that? And be like, hey, I'm looking for someone who's looking for someone like me. Like, <laughs> we know this is going to work. Yeah. Let's. I think the, the experienced people who get grants yeah. know that. I don't, I won't need to oh, explain okay. that to Okay, them. that's good. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're already in the situations themselves where they don't put dead weight on grants. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, so if they're not putting me in their grants, it means I might be dead weight. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So teaching, so teaching, I'm not uh five year plan over teaching is I think really, Just I've got to more. enjoy it myself. Yeah. Uh, and so hopefully if I make sure that I'm enjoying the teaching, it'll be enjoyable for the student. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Teaching at university is a really strange time. So like I said before, I think that the journals are probably going to disappear eventually and maybe yeah. even teaching at a university is going to disappear. Yeah, I agree. Um, but what what won't disappear is labs. And so, workshops and like tutoring and yeah. Uh, so those are the types of things that I think, so making sure that the chemistry labs are uh, interesting and engaging and actually teach something in the process. Saying that, VR labs. <laughs> VR labs, so... Headset? Oh, I've. It's not there yet. No, but within five <laughs> years, mm. five to ten years, yeah. I mean, VR labs may, may be a thing. So are you're saying I should be going to a, the, a VR place in the city every year to and see just how... just to practice, just yeah. to see how good it is. Yeah. Put me in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> the lab. Give me the lab one. I'm sick of this archery one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, but I agree with you. I, th- I feel like um, the one thing that technology cannot replace is human interaction, and that's what humans absolutely crave. Yes. That's why tutors do so well, like one-on-one stuff. Like That is where the true value is going to come mm-hmm. in education in the future, not the mass delivery of information because technology can do that way better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so administration, we talked about uh, how I'm going to be good at that. I'm going to be like Holly. Um, <laughs> but then also... I guess there is the the second stream of academia where you become the more administrative type mm. academic. So at the moment, I don't see myself being interested in this, uh, but it is possible. You and like does, rules? I oh, I and like you rules. You love rules. Uh, and um, kind of once you're like the the balanced academic, you have those levels. You mm. go level, what are we? C, D, and then E. Yep. And then that's really the highest you can get. Yeah. But on the administrative side is where you can become like oh, like a, the dean, the head of school, yeah. the the pro vice chancellor, the yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, and so there's actually those people, even though they don't do research and their job is more boring and more like management related. Uh, Leadership. And, and money isn't that important to me, but those are like the higher paying, yeah, yeah. paying roles going around and they do generally i mean you can tell me if i'm out of place here but the people in these roles aren't normally that great at research do you know i've, I've never seen any of their research yeah i'll be honest so i won't be able to comment they seem nice though 
Mm. Like, I'm sure they're not nice to their immediate staff, but as <laughs> leaders, they try to be like the the beacon of like how things are meant to be done. Yes. But yeah, I've never. Well, anyway, I can do so that. I to, can be a beacon of nice. Yeah, I think you would be a good leader. Yeah. I think I think you need like everyone, not just you, but like everyone needs to learn how to lead but it is a learnable skill Mm. what it isn't is what's currently modeled at the moment (laughs) like uh can i use your lab no yes (laughs) yeah can i do something no like Mm -hmm. but yeah it is a it is a learnable skill and i think you would be a great leader thanks uh 10-year plan oh so uh this one's obviously a bit of a Depends on how the five years goes, of course. But so let's permanent position, uh, preferably at a university in South Australia or at least Australia. Yeah, uh, running just a small group, small modest group. Um, nanomaterials for environmental applications. Yeah. Um, really, I want to make sure that I have my work life balance in check. Yeah. So I really. You know, it's hard really to find a role model there who is yeah. both a successful running a successful small group and has their work life balance in yeah. check isn't morbidly over o- overweight <laughs> or and isn't divorced and has a happy relationship yes um and so that's uh, something that I, I need to keep reminding myself about yeah uh, at the moment it's pretty easy because of how fun it is to yeah. uh, spend my time at home with Oliver and Lauren. Yeah. Um, but maybe one day when Oliver doesn't want to just crawl on my leg for an hour, yeah. it um, might be more difficult to, to you know, be present at home. Find the inspiration to be mm. at home, yeah. Uh, and so when I wrote that, like the permanent position, work-life balance, mm. I reckon that was my five-year plan when I finished my PhD. Yeah, right. And so now, eight years out of my PhD. So now we're looking at an 18-year plan from where you were. At, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's just... So how does that how, make you feel? Uh, I don't know. It is what it is. So it yeah. doesn't make me feel any different. I Like, even if I didn't realize it consciously until I wrote it down, Yeah, I've subconsciously known. Yeah. Um, and so... Um, I've known for a few months that I've got the future fellowship coming up. Yeah. But before that, I had the job security. I didn't think I'd be in academia at all. So the sure. five, my five-year plan three months ago would have been have a job in industry somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that could still be possible what I've been doing in 10 years. Mm. Um, but it's not currently the plan. Yeah. But maybe, maybe, maybe it'll, it'll change. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. So, yeah, it's interesting. I like... I like the one thing that stuck with me is the nanomaterials for environmental applications or mm-hmm. purposes, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, I like that. Like, that's, it, it makes sense. You've got to, you've got to beat the, uh, the old pseudosciences though. Nanomaterials, oh, mate, those nanoparticles coming in, causing cancer, giving uh, you, yes. yeah. But um, no, I think that's good. I mean, that's like a nice focus, you know, that, that pushes you generally. In the, and also it's broad enough that you could, collaborate with people as long as they're doing environmental stuff or nano or materials Mm -hmm. let's be honest anything can be made nano oh yeah you just need to look at it on the nano scale yep yeah yes the surface of anything is is a nano nano yeah that's right yeah because i remember doing um the silver nanowires and they were microns in length Mm -hmm. (laughs) right nanowires now yeah nano nano thickness is what we were talking (laughs) about (laughs) So and you know, two hundred nanometers thick is still yes. nanometers. Yeah, um, there's a nano in there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, that's good. How does that make you feel? Like all out? You feel energized by it, or is it just a thing? Um, does it make you want to achieve these things? I think so. You got good. to do more because I've just been so focused on the next week recently. So, yeah. Um, you know, the one year plan really. Yeah. Yeah. Good on I you. I don't know. I don't know how I feel ever. So, <laughs> do you want to talk about that? Changed. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, yeah. Andy. Yes, mate. 
What are you going to do? Yeah, good question. One year. Ready? This is so we're looking in December. I want to have given a great service to my current five customers. Okay. I want at least like three of them to be continuing next like mm-hmm. in into the next year but also for you know them to be like wow you should really use verbalized science because it made our life easy and it really blah blah all of that stuff right yep. that is what i think you got some word of mouth referrals exactly nice slow so like we're so obsessed in the startup world with like growth and profit where you look at all the businesses that are still around today mm-hmm. and they've been like, like they've grown over like 20 years None of these like, you know, Uber and stuff, they're yep. all hemorrhaging money yes. because they're going for valuation and not profit. So anyway, so like nice slow growth with Verbalize. I'm out of the startup world a little bit. Now it's about growing the company. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want to do. So that is a pretty simple plan for Verbalize. What I think is the most exciting for me this year is growing my own brand. Mm-hmm. Brand recognition for andrewstapleton.com.au yep. or just me, right? So my plan is to produce, uh, carry on with the LinkedIn vlogs. Um, I want to get to a significant number of followers, like over 10, I want to be somewhere 10 to 15,000 people in a year um, that would be like extra. Do you have to accept their requests on LinkedIn? No, so they can follow me. Okay. So currently I've got a certain number of connections and a certain number of followers and I want the follower aspect to be as large as possible. Um, so no, I don't have to purposely okay. connect with them. Um, and yeah, just push out the content and I'm starting to see the results of probably six months of, of, of hard, like content creation. So putting out a vlog every weekday and I'm now starting to see the people call me up and go, Oh, can you do a workshop here? Mm-hmm. Or can you talk at this event? Or how do I include, how, what services do you provide for these people for me? And I, I know I want to do this. Yep. And so that is great because it is a proper consulting rate. It is not scalable, but it's about brand recognition at that point. And so that's a big push for me this year is that. And uh, another thing is I'd really like to uh, grow the team a little bit. Okay. I think so. I've now got a freelancer motion graphic designer, a freelancer um, video editor, a project officer, and three interns this year. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think I'm in a position at the end of the year to keep like one or two of those interns like on, like even if it's just a couple of days a week or something. I think that would be a nice thing for the end of the year. Okay. Yeah. 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 Five years. Mm. All right. Five years definitely a team okay like i'm talking like an office somewhere in the city yeah like just a little cool co-working space where you're allowed to bring your dogs in and play table tennis and there's a vending machine where it costs nothing you know so small anymore no that's right yeah well small too (laughs) i mean like we're talking like maybe 20 people max like okay like i'm thinking 10 15 maybe i don't know like but people enough work for verbalize where we need a team of people to produce content or a team of people to help scientists promote their work or whatever it is um yeah verbalize i just want to grow like yeah as organically but as i don't know just as sensibly as possible okay it's good uh so your customers based in adelaide the world mate yeah the world so having having like a having science scientist communicators which is important to travel interstate, maybe have have them travel to you know run workshops in universities or uh, get people on the platform, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that'd be really cool. Um, try the states. I was thinking, do I expand into the states or Europe? And I'm thinking Europe is my best bet at the moment, mainly because I've already got a customer there. But secondly, the states is bloody horrible. <laughs> Like people say, go to the big market, go to the big market, like go to the States. You need to get one of the States to like completely dwarf Australia's market. Mm. I, t- I can't deal with the culture. Mm. It's mental. <laughs> it's horrible. Dog eat dog, right? Yes. Free, free market. But anyway, yeah. So I think within five years, I'd like to have more of a significant um, footprint in Europe. That would be, that would be nice. Go for Russia. Maybe. Yeah. Let's go for Russia. Feel more comfortable there. Serbia. (laughs) 
<laughs> Siberia, wasn't it? That was where Rachel Sparks ended up for a yes, bit. Yes, he was. Yeah, wow. Um, so yeah, and then for Andrew, look, au. in five years' time, my five-year plan is to be, is to, is to do large speaking events. Just one. How large? We're talking like a conference with, what's a large conference? Like 2,000 people. Okay. Yeah. Like a large international conference. I'd say a thousand would be large yeah. for us yeah. in science. Anyway. Yeah. But you could, you don't need to be in science, no. do you? So, yeah, I think that would be good. Like, if I got enough brand recognition through my content in five years, that's a long time. Like, seeing, I just don't know. You, the thing is about all this stuff is I have no idea where it's going. Mm. And all I can do is execute. Like, I just got to do shit because you can be completely overwhelmed by thinking, oh, I need to be this. But if you just focus on the now and do shit, you know things are going to happen. It may be not what you ever thought would happen, but I'd like to think that part of the brand recognition for me is that they'd be like, oh, we'll get that Andrew guy on. He's been producing content regularly for five years. Clearly, at this point, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. At the moment, they're like, oh, here he is again. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think that's about it. Ten years, mate. Mm. All right. Get ready. All right. I'm sitting down. In 10 years' time, I want to exit one of my businesses for a significant amount of money. Oh. A 10-year exit. Okay. I want to get acquired, verbalize.science to get acquired and for me to exit the company or for a spin-off from andrewstoughton.com.au, like whether it's a consulting service or something, but essentially a customer base being bought out, like an aspect of my service being bought out by a larger company. All right. That is... That's ideal. Yeah. For enough money for you to retire Move on? Move on to the next adventure. Yep. Yeah. like Just reinvest. Reinvest, go on to the next thing. Because I'm thinking about it. I spent about 10 years in academia. About 10 years doing this, I mm-hmm. think it'll be fun. Yeah. And then I'll be 45, say. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. But okay, 45. What's like a... Yeah. What's the next adventure? Are you still going to be tech savvy enough to be making interesting looking videos in 10 years time i don't think i will be that's the thing you've got to innovate right your moving text is gonna look (laughs) it's gonna look amateur it's gonna be like so like it's like looking at the videos made in 1990 right no holograms and uh, yeah whatever else may be possible in 10 years exactly like uh augmented reality is Mm. where it's gonna go like so yeah look trying to trying to yeah i mean and, and that's kind of part of the thing is what is it going to look look like in 10 years time how do we make sure we're not innovate we're not stagnant but at the same time i'm such a young company i haven't got the resources to throw at an ar uh, a yeah ar team an augmented reality team yes. or invest in the holographic mm. stuff you know eventually yeah absolutely like I'll make money, i'll invest in innovation and we'll go from there but at the moment i'm scrabbling for every little dime i can dollar i can make um but i'd like to exit yeah i'd like to exit one of my ventures for a good amount of money and on to the next adventure Mm -hmm. yeah it's because funny to i guess it's got to be in everyone's plan but to and you're a person who's not going to have a child to pass your business on to yeah yeah um to kind of build something up with the plan, well, not the plan, but the idea that it could be sold. Yeah. So that's the, that's the most sort of like one of the biggest fundamental learnings I made about a business is that what you're doing is building a product. The product happens to be a business. Like what you sell is almost not the point of building a business. Mm. You build a business so that it can make someone else money when they buy it. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Yes. It is. Has it changed your decision making at all though? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like I'm in it on this for the long run in terms of like, you know, I don't want a five year exit or a seven year exit is what the venture capitalists want to make their like ten X return on their investments, right? But in ten years time, whatever venture it may not be verbalized, it may be a spin off, it may be another Mm -hmm. little thing, but Yeah. yeah, building up 
a business to the point where it's profitable without my input is the goal. And then another bigger fish come and go, oh, we can make money using that system. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> Swallow it up into their company. Yeah. And away you go. But it is a weird concept that you do have to th- start with the end in mind, which is to be acquired. Yeah. Trying to think of like analogies. I guess people like I bought this house thinking that one day I'd sell it for more than I bought it for. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's different because as an employee, you invest in yourself, you build up a load of skills, and you sell those skills for money. Mm. And so you're kind of like your own little business in a way. Yeah. It's just that exit for you is retirement. Mm. Whereas if you're building a business, whatever it is, yeah, you invest in the same way you build up the skills within the company so that then, yeah, it is valuable to someone else. Yeah. It's weird. Hmm. Okay. Well, whose uh, plan do you think is most likely to happen? Mm. I think neither of us shot for the moon too much. I think being in your position... You're just as much influenced by market forces as I am, Mm. which is strange because you'd think that I would want to swap something that's unstable, like an academic career or uncertain for something with a bit like a government job where Mm -hmm. you're like, ah, I'll be here till I'm 65 and then I'll retire and I'll go and get my hip replacement and go to the Seychelles once a year. You know, like that's, that's kind of what, I thought I wanted, I think, when yeah. I left. But in fact, the the excitement for me comes from working hard now and not knowing what the future holds. Mm-hmm. And you're almost in that same situation. Yeah, to a point. I think I, I at least do have the five-year contract. That's but true. other than that, I mean, at that after that point, yeah. definitely... Um, open to yeah the market as it were yeah i mean maybe there's no universities in five years time yeah it's all run by uh a mega university it's all one absorbed mega university. or i was you're going ultra capitalist i was gonna yeah. go ultra socialist oh okay all, right. uh, all teaching is just mandated from the government yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's right yeah here we are here's your information packs go learn <laughs> see you in a few years yeah here's all your food water and housing and your medical. You'll notice it's all brown. That's right. <laughs> we don't want to offend anyone. So it's it's yeah, it's an off white. <laughs> yeah. No, it's interesting. Well, good luck on your journey. Yeah. Um I've got these notes. We gotta remember. Episode ninety three. Perfect. And oh. pee poppers, let us know, not an Andy Matter anymore, because that's dead. Let us know on Facebook yep. what your one, five, and ten year plans are, because I really want to know. Yes, please. Hmm. Boom. Bang. Bang. It's not time for size this because that got deleted years ago. Because we were bad at it. Because we were bad at it. You never want to admit that. No, I don't. Well, it started getting boring, didn't it? Well, no. We were just... We didn't put in the time. Got lazy. Um, And uh, we were bad at it, so we moved on for now. We moved on. I wanted to come back one day. Yeah, I do too. Today, it is... (laughs) Would you rather... Oh, is it this or that? Oh, don't know. Future version. So, Andy. Yes. Would you rather do, in the future, online content with subliminal messaging as advertisements that that you're paid to put in there? Yeah. Would you rather put in ads... Uh, at the end of your videos that people can view. So so you're assuming here that obviously I want ads in my content, right? Uh, That's that's the leap of faith we have to take. I guess I'm saying that in a world where you find that your fiscal situation is forcing you to add ads in, would you have it it up front saying, here I am, my name's Andrew J. Stapleton, I've got ads? Yeah. Or would you try and sneak them into your audience? I'd be doing sneaking. Yeah? Yeah. I'd be like this. I'd be like holding a can of something and be like, mm, <laughs> this is tasty. Mm-hmm. Anyway, talking about today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd be sneaky. I think I think there's a place for sneakiness. Yep. Yeah. Do you like the fact if people are like, hey, here's an ad? I So, 
I watch some YouTube videos. Like I watch a lot of YouTube videos where they kind of talk about movies. Oh yeah. And I feel like sometimes I I'm wondering why are they talking about this particular movie? Hmm. And then I think uh, that someone's paid them. Hang on a minute. Why aren't there any ads? In this particular yeah, YouTube video, yeah, yeah. whereas they normally have ads. Yeah. And like, oh, I think the uh, publisher of these movies has paid them to make a video about this movie. Yeah. Uh, I would, so I would rather know if uh, I'm watching a bit of advertisement duped. or not. Yeah, that's fair enough. I see that. Would you rather... So you know that AI is taking over the world. Um, artificial yes. intelligence and i would like to on gibbo's behalf um, <laughs> welcome b- welcome our future ai overlords yeah. and uh, uh we are all uh, um, bow down to thee yeah and they do want to be called the <laughs> old english style <laughs> um would you rather have ai that uh processes lab procedures or an ai that writes papers for you. So processes, lab procedures, is in I say like pipette, I write down the lab procedure, like pipette one meal into this and uh, it does all of that. Or or just like you go, you, you're in the lab doing stuff yep. and it's watching you mm-hmm. and it's just writing down the procedure oh. as you do it and no. just recording that. Okay. Or No, that's not very helpful to me. You, you like the, you can write it down and shit? Yeah. You like doing that? Yeah. All right, or write papers, as in you feed all of your data, raw yep. data into it, and it goes, oh, here's the story, here's the narrative, here's the results, yep. boom. And they're equivalent to what I can write? Uh, it's a little bit, well, it's like AI in about 10 years, so you do have to go through and edit it, Okay. but it's pretty good. All right, I take I take the AI, the paper writing AI. All right, so you like the process in the lab of writing and doing and yep. being thorough. Yeah, I do, yep. I think it helps me to think about what I'm doing by writing it down myself. Yeah, all right. And then writing the paper, it's I'm just really slow. I am. Uh, You're a slow writer. I am paralyzed by perfectionism. Oh no! In writing at the moment, the yeah. more I've written, the harder it gets to write. Yeah, right. Because you're like, I can, I know I can do this better. Yep. Whereas really, you should. Not care about the first draft. Yes. Whereas you, uh, you're slow because you're sort of like looking at every paragraph and being yep. like, "Oh, is that really saying what I want it to say?" Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And I've got to get the figures perfect before I even write about. Oh them no, well. not the figures. Yeah. Oh, that's the time-consuming bit. Spend like three hours looking at different gradients of graph. Yes. Colors. Yeah. Oh, well Different done. Different pastel blues. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And you need colors that will show up on black and white as well. Like they're different enough mm. on black and white. I don't, think need, yeah, I don't think you need to worry about that anymore. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Color printing yeah. isn't like 20 cents a sheet. And the, and, well, and the fact that journals don't produce hard copies of it. That's anything. true, yeah. But people print them off. Well, yeah, well, that's their fault if they don't. <laughs> I didn't even true. think about that. Yeah. Maybe I should. Nah, I don't care. <laughs> I've just put another three hours of work into yeah. each figure for you, haven't I? Now we're going to do dashes in that. Yeah. Circles. Yeah, exactly. Would you rather... Now, so you, what have you got at the moment? You've got five customers and you want... Five customers. You've got five customers at the moment. So would you rather... So next year, yeah. 2021, Yeah. would you rather have 20 customers? Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> but... None of your... This year's customers are happy with what you've, of what you've right. done. Yeah. Or would you rather have uh, next year you only have the three customers that really enjoyed your work from this year? That's a good question. Because it was your biggest gripe or failure from 2018, was mm. it that you that you didn't, I really fucked up? Didn't customer, um, yeah. Uh, yeah make your first customers very happy? No, they hated it. Um, let's have a look. No, I feel like I can learn more from 20 than I can from three. Okay. I feel like you like the growth and the risk aspect yeah. is important. So having three customers that love you, I think is lovely. Yes. And if it was 20 customers that loved me, then mm, even better. But it's not, <laughs> right? It's like, sure, three customers that love me is, is great. But if you're looking to truly like push limits, where am I most uncomfortable in that situation? It's 20 new customers. That's going to keep me on my toes. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. Yep. So that one. Okay. 
And at least you still got 20 customers. You and still got 20. Yeah, you that's right. You killed the business by no, that's having right. a, another, well, you've made money this year, but we're yeah, yeah. happy customers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it's good. All right. Robots are another thing that's happening. Yep. Pretty AI-like, aren't they? Robots? Uh, they can be. They can yeah. include AI. Oh, okay. But this is like physical. Aut- automation. Yeah. This yep. is like physical beings, like robot arms and oh, things, yeah. right? Yep. Would you rather have robot arms or robots for the lab? Okay. Or robot arms or robots for the home? Oh, so I've already got a robot vacuum cleaner. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Which I do like very much. You like that. Um, I spend more of my time at home. Yeah. And especially now, I do realize, I do notice how much time I spend on general maintenance. Mm. Um, so I think I'm taking the robots for the home. That's good. They're, they're doing the gardening for me. Yeah. So I'm taking robots for the home. Yeah. Uh, and so they're going to do my housework for me. Yeah. And I'm going to spend the time that I am at home relaxing and having a good time. Good on you. Perfect. Music was provided by the awesome Adelaide-based band Voice Rom. Go check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. Like the Facebook page. Don't go to the forum because it's dead. Uh, as in the website's dead. Uh, and... Remember to leave us a review wherever you get this podcast because it helps us a lot. Yes. Cameron. You were just listening to Published Perishable Podcast and it was brought to you this week by our future sponsor. Um, Science Talkies. I reckon they're the company who's going to buy Verbalize.Science in 10 years. Thanks, Science Talkies. <laughs> Speak to you soon, my millionaire friends. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> See ya.